the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Congratulations on this uh, joyous occasion for the celebration of the glorious feast of the Theophany. Uh, this afternoon I was reading a very beautiful article by St. John Chrysostom. It was called The Discourse on the Day of the Baptism of Christ. And so today I'm going to give you a little brief synopsis of that, uh, of that article. And in that article, St. John Chrysostom, he discusses two reasons why the Lord Jesus Christ was baptized. And the first reason that St. John, or that I will be speaking about, that St. John Chrysostom gives is as the Lord Jesus Christ said to John when, when he questioned the Lord and said, shouldn't I be baptized by you? The Lord said, it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. And St. John Chrysostom, he gives a very explanation about this verse. He says that the Lord Jesus Christ was obedient to the prophet, just as Christ was obedient to all the law. And he mentioned how Christ was circumcised. We just celebrated the feast of who accepted unto him the, the circumcision. How the Lord Jesus Christ offered sacrifice. How he kept the Sabbath. How he kept all the Jewish feasts. So he added the remaining thing was for him to be baptized by the prophet. Because that was, was the command of the time. Actually when the Lord Jesus Christ was praising John the Baptist and said there is no one greater among women than John the Baptist. It's written that the tax collectors and the Pharisees, they justified God. Or in another translation that I think is in line with what St. John Chrysostom was saying, he said all the people, when they heard him, they and especially the tax collectors, were the ones who had obeyed God's righteous demands and had been baptized by John. So the tax collectors, they had obeyed God's righteous demands by being baptized by John. So it's only right that the Lord Jesus Christ uh, obey the prophet as St. John Chrysostom says. St. John Chrysostom also says we had a debt that we couldn't pay. So if we, did, we have a debt and we can't pay, the Lord Jesus Christ had to pay that debt for us. And then, and then as we pray in the Gregorian liturgy, I think this is very in line with what we pray in the Gregorian liturgy. Maybe if we have time, we can pray it today. We said, you have fulfilled the law on my behalf. You have fulfilled the law on my behalf. So I wish everyone to take some time and to think about and meditate on these facts. Why the Lord fulfilled the law on our behalf. And if you do that... I think you will come to no other conclusion than God is so good. Actually, God is so good that He completes the law for you on your behalf. He, his love is beyond comprehension. So that was the first reason that St. John Chrysostom proposes that the, why the Lord was baptized. The second reason that uh, St. John Chrysostom says, and actually says this is the primary reason that the Lord was baptized, was that it was through the baptism of the Lord Jesus Christ, that Jesus chose to reveal himself to the world. Theophany, the Feast of Theophany, means the appearance or manifestation or the revelation of God. And the baptism of our Lord Jesus Christ is considered a theophany because it was the first time that Jesus Christ was publicly shown to be the Son of God. The Trinity was manifest as the Father spoke, saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. 
and the Holy Spirit descended upon him like a dove. Interestingly, the Feast of Nativity, would you consider that to be a theophany, an appearance of God? Actually, St. John Chrysostom says no. The Nativity was not a theophany. And he says because the Nativity of the Lord was only for few people. But this feast today was for the multitude. And said people all throughout the wilderness were... All throughout the wilderness realized that this was truly the Son of God. Because even on this day... Not even John knew that who the Lord Jesus Christ was. Not even John the Baptist knew who the Lord Jesus Christ was. He says, Behold the Lamb of God, when he saw the Lord approaching him, he said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me is preferred before me, for he was before me. Then he said, I did not, I did not know him. Of John, how did you not know him? He, because he didn't know him. It was manifested, the, the manifestation that the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son, of, was manifested on this great feast. That he should be revealed to Israel, therefore I became baptizing to wa- with water. And then later he said, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove and remained on him. I did not know him. I did not know him. But he who sent me to baptize with water said to me, Upon whom you see the Spirit descending and remaining on him, this is he who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. And I have seen and testified that this is the Son of God. This is the public testimony. The testimony of the Father, of the Holy Spirit, and of St. John the Baptist on this day that made it a theophany. It was a feast of theophany because all mankind realized that this was Jesus whom St. John was spoke about. When he said, there is one who comes after me who is preferred before me. The one who is mightier than I, whose sandal strap I am not worthy to stoop down and loose. I indeed baptize you with water, but there is one who will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. So the theophany was like eye-popping like moment, like revelation of who Jesus Christ was. And my prayer for us tonight is that each, each person gets to experience the theophany, to fully know and to see who the Lord Jesus Christ is. I believe God gives each person a personal theophany or appearance of God. St. Theophan the Recluse, he calls this the visitation of grace. Like for instance, St. Paul on his road to Damascus, he was given a personal theophany and the Lord Jesus Christ appeared to him and changed his life. And the visitation of God in your life could take many forms, a million different ways that God could speak to you or God could appear to you. Could be from your daily reading, could be from a part in the liturgy, could be from a trial or a circumstance. Some other day someone was telling me something good happened in their life and they said, now I know God is like Israel. I know God is real. After all I've been through and then I saw this amazing thing happen to it's impossible. No, no other way than God to do this wonderful miracle in my life. That is the personal uh, theophany that I hope each person uh, gets to experience. I'm praying that today you have your theophany. You pr- I pray that you have a visitation of grace. We're praying that something reveals the knowledge of the truth about the Lord Jesus Christ. 
I'll let you in on one of the secret prayers that the priest prays. Now it won't be so secret. It says, confirm their faith in you. Uproot all traces of idolatry from their hearts. Your, your, your holy precepts established in their hearts. Grant them that they may know the steadfasting, steadfastness of the preaching they have received. And at the set time, may they be worthy at the set time. At the set time. May they be worthy of the washing of the new birth for the remission of their sin as you prepare them to be a temple of your Holy Spirit. Actually, I just said it right here. That was the prayer, the, the inaudible prayer of the gospel. The priest is praying that each person has a personal theophany, a washing of the new birth, a new beginning. This is the baptism of fire that St. John was speaking about. The baptism of fire. And to understand this baptism of fire, I want to explain three types of baptism. Actually, St. John Chrysostom, he explains three types of baptism. And to explain these types of baptism, I'm going to give you a little analogy of like a, a vessel. Imagine some kind of vessel in your mind. Uh, like say, take Tupperware. I don't like Tupperware, but take Tupperware. Tupperware. So Tupperware, it gets dirty. So then what do you do if it gets dirty? Sometimes you wash it. But you could only wash the outside. That would be the first stage, is just to wash the outside. But the inside is still dirty. The second stage of like washing would be to to wash the inside of the Tupperware. The third stage of the Tupperware would be to give it back to its maker. I give it back to Glad. And I say, take this Tupperware and remake it. Burn it. But then give me a new Tupperware. I want a new one. A nice Tupperware. These three stages, maybe it's not a perfect analogy, but is analogous to the three stages of baptism that mankind went through. The first stage was the baptism of the Jews. The baptism of the Jews, they touched something unclean. No, you're not unclean. Sorry, I didn't mean that so bad. <laughs> Sorry. And then you wash yourself, and then you become clean. But inside you could still be... You could still be dirty. Then, St. John, the second type of baptism, which St. John Chrysostom says this is the bridge, the baptism, like the bridge baptism. He says, it now look at what St. John was preaching. St. John was preaching that you bear fruits worthy of repentance. He didn't say just come wash your body and swallow some water, like clean. In-. No, he was saying clean the inside. Clean the inside. So it's like cleaning the inside. But St. John Chrysostom reminds us that the baptism of John did not have absolution or did not absolve sin. And so the third baptism, that's when you put it in the fire, then actually comes out a new person. Actually, the old person burns, gone, absolved, absolved, all the sins absolved. And then actually you are reborn again, new birth. New start, new life. That's the new Tupperware that you get from, with new, new nature, a different, maybe now it's better plastic. Something different, is different than the old one. All of us, we want to be in this new stage, this baptism of fire. The new fire, like to be the baptized, to be new creatures dedicated to the Lord. Vessels of the Holy Spirit. 
Let us marvel on this day of the great grace that we've been, that we received. That we are no longer that old ugly Tupperware. Now we are new, new Tupperware, new vessels, chosen vessels of the Holy Spirit, sons and daughters of the King. That's why the Lord Jesus Christ, He says, to those who are born not of flesh, nor the will of man, nor the, none of this stuff, but of the will of God. We are the chosen ones. This, um, amazing grace. I wish everyone thinks about this amazing grace that we've received on this glorious day. And glory be to God forever. Amen.